Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 352, where I'm just getting over being sick, probably a little nasally still, and Eric is currently um, in the middle or sorts of being sick. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a, I'm sort of in a weird position right now where it's like, am I sick or am I not? Am I recovering? Or is it just that proverbial eye of the hurricane? <laughs> well, because of that, Eric sounds like he might be down the hall, and he, in a way, is. He's not in the room. We're doing it remotely. That way he can do his part for this week and then get back to resting so he can get himself better. Yeah, because i got to get back to work tomorrow at least. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're doing it remotely. But we're still doing it. We're going to get after it. Uh, we both got some great music, uh, I'm sure, for great reasons. And Eric's got a show. I know at least one to talk about from this past weekend. So uh, we're going to get. There's only one. <laughs> okay. Well, it was a good one. So uh, we're going to get into it. Uh, I'm going to quickly run down a list of stuff that has come out, will be coming out. So real quick, we're going to start on February 11th. Brothers Grim Punk released Niners, their cover. It's a single for their team, the 49ers. Unfortunately, as we all know, that track was released on the 11th before the Super Bowl. I'm sure they had high hopes at that point. Unfortunately, they probably <laughs> probably be like that moment where they're holding up the paper that says 49ers defeat uh, the, <laughs> the Chiefs. Yeah. Sort of that like uh, Tr Dewey defeats Truman from 1940. Uh, 40 uh, whatever, when Truman started his second term. Right. It was, uh, you know, that darn uh, kicker. Kicked the extra point too low. That fucked him over. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. Uh, yeah, well. I, yep. Anyway, back to the list on the 12th. Carnabahar. They released Insurrection de los Incontentables on Mevzu Records. Chips and Gravy, they released The Good, The Bad, and The Gravy on Dammit Records. Good release. I did the listen party with the guys over at Dammit Records. They did a listen party, and they're actually doing one tomorrow, so it could be today on Thursday. If anybody wants to go listen to the Cato Conspiracy, uh, they're doing one, so I plan to participate in that one. Check that one out. Uh, Bo Daggett, they released a new single on the 14th, same date as the Chips and Gravy. And their new single was Wannabe, Les Shot, released Ia Como Un Os, which is a mini LP on Canal Historique. Uh, also on the 14th, High Horse Cavalry, they released Mortal Coil. Then on the 15th, Sun Touch House released Laughed Myself EP on Days. Idols on the 16th, uh, most of these now are going to be on the 16th, as that was a Friday Idols released Tang, T-A-N-G-K, on Partisan Records, and it was okay. I think most of the tracks that they released early were probably my favorites. There was only like one or two that hadn't been released that I was like, oh, I like this. The rest were like, eh, all right, cool. That was me personally, but I was excited to check it out for sure. Uh, the Drowns released Blacked Out on Pirates Press. Down, Not Out put out Force Fed. I think they still have some vinyl left if you want to go check them out on their Bandcamp. 
Frick released Frick. Strong Arm and the Bullies released Drive On on Rebellion Records. Ultras released Ultras EP on Convulse Records. Bloodshot Bill and King Khan released Tandoori Nights on Rad Girlfriend Records. That one's kind of weird. <laughs> I did check that one out a little bit. Uh. <laughs> uh, Hummer released Time to Pack Up, which is an EP on Horn and Hoof Records. So Close released Painkiller Mentality on Here and Now Records. Pedigree released Runaway on Crap Poulet Records. Motorsav released... Dodschloss Netter, and I'm sure I fucked that up, but go check out Motorsav. Uh, they're, uh, God, where were they from? Denmark, maybe, or shit. Maybe it was even Sweden. I don't know. But somewhere in that area, cool stuff. Bloom released Maybe in Another Life on Pure Noise Records. Bucket released Depressed, which is a single. River City Rebels released Pop Culture Baby, which is an EP, and I think that was their first new music in quite some time. Brainbleed released Mangled Truth on the 17th. Scum Rotten released I Pray for Blindness, for I Have Seen Too Much, which is a mini LP. Mutiny released Mutiny on Ska Punk International on the 20th. Also on 20th, Standstill released Steps Ascending, which is a single on Days. Then on the 21st, Mala, M-A-L-A, they released uh, Pill Session number 25 on Pills Records slash Pandemics Records. On the 22nd, there will be Arma, Armatura releasing Cas Blojesnio, which is, I think, their best tracks from 2001 to 2004 on Pasaderic Pats Records. Morta Skuld, S-K-L-U-D, Skuld. They released Creation Undone on the 23rd, or will anyway. Mutt will be releasing Dirty Deeds EP. Uh, also on the 23rd, a couple other releases. Bard and the Brats, Can't Think Straight 7-Inch on Take the City Records. Lost Legion will be releasing Behind the Concrete Veil on Mendeku Discock. We'll be talking more about that here shortly. Wide Shut will be releasing Seeds of Hatred on 1054 Records. Concrete Elite released a split with Ultra Razi on Warthog Speak and Rebellion Records. Like, Warthog Speak sent it out on Bandcamp, and before I could go click on it, it was already removed, so it's got to be coming out pretty soon. Don't know what happened there, but I know it's been coming for a minute. Uh, a couple others that might be coming out in the next two weeks. The Mormons releasing They Watch, which is an EP. Broken Bomb releasing a split with Chaos of Society called Kaolition. Uh, Urban Elite, uh, self-titled Urban Elite. It's coming out early March, I believe, but I didn't have the date. The Agrios releasing a new EP. Bucket is releasing the EP, or not EP, the full length, I believe, called Abandoned Paradise. I was just talking about their single Depressed from the 16th. And then, oh, there's actually quite a few on the 1st. So everything else I'm going to mention is coming out on the 1st. And then Eric's up. Blowfuse releasing the fourth wall on Infected Records. Brutal Seegers releasing Heels de la Destruction on Common People Records. Worst Doubt releasing Immortal Pain EP on Days. Uranium Club releasing Infants Under the Bulb, Static Shock Records. Call Me Malcolm releasing Echoes and Ghosts Bad Time Records. Cato Street Conspiracy releasing Truths, Lies, and Mistakes. And again, you'll get to listen to that if you tune in to that listening party tomorrow. Red Bricks are putting, well, Insurgents, it's out on Insurgents Records in the States, and I forget who in Europe, I think there's a couple, but there's a four-way split, it's a full length, between Red Bricks, The Uncouth, Onslua, and Reckless Upstarts, Gob Psychic, 
is releasing Rent Payer, on, which is an EP on Slovenly Records, Still Animals, releasing a self-titled on Slovenly Records, Hammock releasing Look How Long Everlasting, Look How Long Lasting Everything. There we go. Uh, I got that right. So, and that's even cut off. So the full <laughs> title for Hammock is released is called Look How Long Lasting Everything is Moving Forward for Once. Okay, that's very long, but that's it. <laughs> Go check it out. Mala Vista it will be releasing Fun Time, which is a full length on Spaghetti Town Records. And finally, Slugger, Lost Legion, No Heart, and Black Dogs putting out a split on Longshot Music and Try and Stop Me Records. It's called Tales of Violence. That's my list. It was really long. Eric, what do you got? Uh, I got a, uh, a relatively shorter, but still long by my standards list <laughs> okay. on the 15th. Uh, February 15th, Suntouch House released their Laugh to Myself EP. <clears throat> On the 16th, Frick released their self-titled album. Idols released Tank. And Slug released their Ohio album. And I'll be talking about that shortly. But I got to point out that Idols record, I finally gave it a listen. It is not what I expected. Right. I get. I can't even really uh, bring myself to call it a punk record per se because agreed. Well, it didn't sound punk. It sounded more. Uh, it sounded more alternative rock. If anything, doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just it's uh, you know comparing it to uh, you know the last couple albums they did with Crawler and Mono and Joy. It was it was a softer approach. I guess this is uh, what Metallica fans in the '90s thought when uh, they did Load. <laughs> Only uh, not met with so much uh, uh, hedonism, <laughs> but <laughs> at least not to my knowledge. Anyway, moving on. On the uh, 20th, Stand Still released uh, their Steps Ascending single. Arson Choir released a Ravenous single. And Gate Creeper, surprisingly, released a new single called Caught in the Treads. And yeah, in a, I guess that's sort of the fashion of Gate Creepers. They'll just have new releases come out so suddenly. That's what they did with the last album, uh, Unexpected Reality. <laughs> and unexpected it was. Now they just uh, dropped this new single on us, and of course everyone's uh, jumping on it like, holy shit, have you heard this new Gate Creeper song? Check it out. I did check it out. It's awesome. It's Gate Creeper doing what they do best, which is just, you know, De melodic death metal and uh, kind of like that Swedish death metal meets American gore death metal. <clears throat> it's like obituary and entombed molded together. And I'm all for it. I love both those bands and I love gate creeper. I made that obscenely clear the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, on the 23rd, Amiga, the devil's album yours until the war is over. will be dropping and, Oh boy, am I excited plus apprehensive about that drop. I am not sure which way it's going to go. I like to assume that the most heart-wrenching part is over, but <laughs> only time will tell, my friends. Right. Uh, so yeah, two days time. Uh, we will we will let the results speak for themselves. Anyway, on the 24th, Wide Shut released will release their Seeds of Hatred album. And moving in on the first, Ministry is going to be releasing their long-awaited LP, Hopium for the Masses. Uh, they got three singles out already, and it sounded pretty good. It sounded pretty promising. 
And some of it is like a return to form for ministry. I'm not talking about uh, with sympathy. I'm talking about like land of rape and honey. That part where it was still very rudimentary. It was still Al trying to find his footing, but it still had a lot of bite to it. So nice. I'm, I'm cool. It's a pretty stripped down version when you compare it to like, uh, uh, you know, God, mind is a terrible thing to taste or Psalm 69 or any of their 2000s records. You know, I could go on, but so far, so good. Anyway, uh, two more releases. Worst Doubt. Uh, will release Immortal Pain and Poison Seeds going to release their self-titled album. So with all that being said, I think I'm ready to talk about one of these new releases. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to talk about Slug. And that name uh, got me because, you know, Slug is the name of our uh, independent magazine here in Salt Lake. Been around since the late 80s. Right. And still going strong to this day. They just celebrated their 35th anniversary uh, last week, I think. Well, congratulations like big, to them. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a big blowout show. Cool. Yeah, pretty awesome, I say. That is. Mm. But uh, this is not the this is not the slug from Salt Lake. This is the slug from Cleveland, Ohio. They were founded in 2021, and <clears throat> this is their first album, Ohio, that that's been released. Since their demo, the aptly titled Summer Songs 2021 uh, single, and then Continuing Growth EP. And then they had a promo from last year that sort of functioned as a single. And they had a single from this year that all show up on this uh, Ohio album. So they've got a bit of a uh, zigzaggy discography. Okay. But <laughs> they have just now released their proper LP. And what can I say about Slug? They have a late 80s hardcore sound. It's fast, simple punk with an ample amount of breakdowns. It's the type of hardcore you'd hear in a skate edit from Thrasher magazine. <laughs> and of course, they're from Cleveland. So Dwid Hellion from Integrity is featured in their song, Introspection. Cool. Yep. If you remember, Integrity... Uh, is from Cleveland, and they say the only other good band that came out of there at the time was Ringworm. <laughs> I just love, I just love plugging that because I think it's a little hilarious addition to their bootleg live album. Anyway, of all the songs that I wanted to plug in this one, I chose one of their singles, "Barking Dogs," and it sounds as invasively raucous as its uh, title would suggest. Uh, however, this this dog actually has some bite to its bark. This uh, uh, this one is uh, 81 seconds of throwing shade to those who do nothing but go around barking threats but have no follow through. <laughs> those who feel that it's easy to stigmatize from afar, but when it comes to the fisticuffs, they curl up into a ball. <laughs> uh, I have talked that. The, this notion to death on this show keyboard sjw's yeah we all know how i feel about it and i'm pretty sure i know how you guys feel about it again i'll talk with no follow-through and these guys all the way from cleveland seem to think the same thing so it's nice to know we have uh we have uh, a spiritual bonding from you know fellow punks and hardcore kids abroad right so so that being said from ohio both the album and the state here is slugs barking dogs
Yeah, aggressive and blunt. That's the name of the game in this uh, in this genre, buddy. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, gotta love uh, gotta love hardcore like this. Just keeping it basic, keeping it simple, and just keeping it just keeping it aggressive. Gotta right? love it. True to the roots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. Well, let's get to the next one. Uh, some more hardcore punk here. The band is called Negligence. And I want to first uh, thank Billy for reaching out, uh, getting this band on our radar. Uh, Billy, one of our pals up in Bremerton, Washington, always trying to mention the shows that they're putting on up there. They get some cool stuff going on. Uh, the band Negligence has been around since 2002, playing some hyperactive, chaotic live shows. The band features Matt, a.k.a. Mao, age 13, on drums. Kai, age 14, on bass, and Zach, age 13. Uh, and they have developed a following of baby <laughs> baby punks and old heads alike. I like that term there, baby punks. <laughs> <laughs> baby punks. Well, you got to think, some of the uh, hardcore bands of old uh, did start off this young. <laughs> right. And it's cool yeah, to see... Bands most, doing that most of now. these guys couldn't even uh, drive before they, uh, you know, started making music. <laughs> right, and it, that's true in this case right here. I mean, that that's their. I believe that's their current ages, and they've already been doing this for here is year two. Uh, you, if, if you're not up in Bremerton or attending the shows, I mean, just like you were saying that uh, underage, so not even driving yet. Well. Uh, baby punks probably because they can't play shows. You were talking about a band just a few weeks ago that they were playing a uh, uh, 21 and older show for the first time because the final member of the band finally turned 21. It was kind of a birthday party for them. Well, these guys have quite some time to go. I'm sure they'll be continuing to play a lot of all-ages shows, therefore playing to the baby punks. But then the old heads show up to those shows as well. Yeah, got gotta love it when they appeal to both sides. Absolutely. Well, we'll we'll see what you think here. Uh, May fourth is when their four track demo is going to come out. The song that we have, I believe, it's called "Female Anatomy." So hopefully, I've got the title right on it. Uh, we're gonna check out Negligence right now from Bremerton. Here goes. <laughs> Kind is wrong. 
Didn't your fucking mom teach you? Yep, that's uh, that's you can't fault them for authenticity. That is definitely teenagers making punk rock, <laughs> <laughs> right? And y- you know, I, as the song's playing, I'm thinking, oh, you and I have been around for as long as we have. Me, obviously, longer, and so we've had all this opportunity to uh, come across and listen to things, be influenced by so much. You know, if we were to, and in your case, actually having created stuff. And and then maybe being angry at things and, you know, the life experience that goes along with that. And so I'm thinking, God, at these young ages, what do they listen to? You know, what, what's getting them going <laughs> and creating yeah. all this? And it's great that it is because that's how that's why punk has never died. And punk will never die is, you know, no matter if it lays low for a minute or not, <laughs> whatever somebody wants to describe. But it's always going around because. Uh, kids like this get their hands on whatever they got and dig it and start doing it themselves. Yeah. Like when you're a, when you're a teenager and you're discovering music like this, what are the things you're pissed off about? You're pissed off at school, pissed off at your parents, pissed off at your, uh, uh, you know, pissed off that you can't pick up girls. (laughs) I'm just going (laughs) off of the blueprint that the descendants laid out for themselves. (laughs) But ever so rarely you get bands like Agnostic Front or Cro-Mags, which had a, which lived a significantly different life in their teen years. Yeah. (laughs) Living as street urchins and shit like that. But, you know, for the most part, you know, especially in today's uh, day and age, if you're a, you know, if you're a street kid, you're basically going to become a gangster. You're going to be a gangster rapper, stuff like that. Yeah, probably. (laughs) But most punk rock is coming from, uh, has and continues to come from all these uh, suburban homes, all these, uh, you know, these kids who are not necessarily disenfranchised, but who feel a little differently from the status quo. And, you know, when you get older, maybe you're not so much pissed off at your parents or school anymore, but now you're starting to see things that are also pissing you off. Now you're pissed off at bills. Now you're pissed off at health insurance. You're pissed off at the doctor. You're pissed off at medication. It depends on how much older you get. And, Point is, no matter the age, you're always going to find something to be pissed off about. Yeah, and as you said, it changes. Right now, this band could be pissed off that they can't drive. But as soon as they get to drive, they might be pissed off at the other drivers that are out there. Yeah. (laughs) No, what I think would be funny is like uh, when uh, when they get older, like uh, when they get old enough to start having kids and do, you know, uh, (laughs) produce their own offspring. (laughs) Maybe they, uh, you know, maybe when they get old enough to where it's the point, uh, you know, you can't think about getting pissed off uh, not being able to drive because chances are you probably can now. But how about you bring your kids up on stage and how about you have them sing that song in your stead? There you go. (laughs) That'd be pretty funny. Like there's a reason why descendants don't sing the song parents anymore because their parents are most likely dead. And they themselves are now uh, d- dads. <laughs> yeah, the, so the, the maybe, circle of Maybe they there. sing it as a slight toward themselves, but. <laughs> uh, it's cool stuff. Well, thank you again to Billy. Go check him out if you're anywhere near Bremerton. Again, it's negligence. 
four-track demo will be coming out in a couple months, so be on the lookout for it. They have some social medias, and as per usual, we'll get to those at the end of the show. Yeah. Next up is... Also, I, got a, oh, yeah. I, got, I just wanted to point out one thing. That guitar riff that was leading the song, it sounds very similar to Rise Above. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's sort of a chromatic descending uh, uh, riff. The it sounded very close to that. So again, sticking to those roots. And maybe that partially answers that question that I had of who are they listening to at this young age? Because again, you know, we've listened to thousands upon thousands upon thousands and so forth, right? They haven't been around and had enough free time to have listened to all of that. So which ones is it? And maybe you at least partially answered it there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, I was listening to all those uh, hardcore bands of old when I was, uh, when I was their age. So it, so yeah, it stands to reason that they're, yeah, they're following in those same footsteps. Way to go, sons. <laughs> <laughs> it's great stuff. Check out Negligence. Next up, we're heading to Chicago for the band Lost Legion. This Friday, I believe, is the release of Behind the Concrete Veil. They released a teaser, and I played one of those tracks over on Punkinoy Worldwide. But uh, Ian sent over the actual <clears throat> album Behind the Concrete Veil, which I meant to listen to. It got lost, and I just came across it this week, and aptly... So, uh, have been able to listen to it this week, and it's coming out, so I thought, let's play it now. Uh, it's coming out on Mandeku Discock. Great release. Uh, you should definitely check it out. The other track that I played, great, but you should just check out the whole album as it should be. I believe it's out this Friday. Uh, we are going to check out the track that uh, I hadn't played. It's track number 9 of 10 to give you a perspective of where it kind of runs in the, the order there. But I thought the title gave it a good description of what you're going to get with the album. And with the band, if you're unfamiliar, they've put out music before. They're not, like, brand new. They put out other stuff. But they are a newer band. So let's get to it. Enough of that. They're from Chicago. This is Lost Legion with Primitive.
rest of that album's cool too. Yeah, it sounds primitive. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rough and tough skins doing what they do. Right. Good stuff. I hope to get to check them out live. I bet their shows would be great. The other track, The Animals We Used to Be, was the other one that I'd played previously when they released. Uh, and that those are actually available right now if you don't want to wait till Friday. The Animals We Used to Be plus Behind the Concrete Veil. But it's 10 tracks. They're great. Go check them out. It'll be out soon. Eric, what do you got next? Oh, I got something that's uh, not too much older. It's about eight years old, but it is definitely lesser known. <laughs> this is a, I'm going to be plugging a ba- uh, the demo from the band called Stay Away. They formed in 2016. I don't know how long they lasted, at least long enough to put out one demo. And they're from Lemon Grove, California. Lemon Grove, you know what that means? Yeah. That means it's one of Zach Prescott's... Uh, other side projects. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one where he's uh, taken over as the front man. It's hardcore punk with thrash elements, pure and simple. And like I said, they put out a demo in 2016, which is all they have to their name. It's five songs clocking in at about seven and a half minutes. And you know what? For a demo, it ain't, it ain't half bad. Uh, seeing as it's just straightforward hardcore, there isn't much to it to require pristine production. <laughs> so yeah, just guitar, bass, vocals, drums, one of each, and songs that don't even touch two minutes. I think we're fine. <laughs> so, so yeah, I had to choose. Uh, had to choose one of them. I think the one that I found uh, the most fun and also uh, kind of hilarious was "Get Out of My Head." It's a fun, jumpy song that deals with the process of getting over a girlfriend. What did I just say about hardcore (laughs) just a few minutes ago? (laughs) But also, judging by the closing lyrics and how how unhinged they are, I can't imagine that the relationship was very smooth. (laughs) But, But also, that's kind of a dead giveaway, the fact that it's a hardcore punk band writing about a lover they used to have. They're not writing about a relationship that went well. Yeah, because you know, no one wants to hear that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you don't watch uh, you don't watch drama shows. All these, uh, uh, you know the fa- God. What is it? You know what I mean? The celebrity drama shows because you want to see everything going well. No, you want to see them having uh, family troubles. You want to see them uh, just be at each other's throats because drama equals views, right? Yeah, reality shows. That's what I'm talking about. Reality shows. Because people watch them to make themselves feel better about their lives. Yeah, exactly. They're like, well, yeah. I'm not happy with my shit. Oh, look, other bad shit's happening to other people. That's all right. Let me watch yeah. that and forget about my shit for a minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but then again, this is hardcore. You're supposed to be relating to it. And it's like, okay, yes, granted, I do relate to it. It is nice to have kindred spirits. But I also want to try and forget about it. But I used to know that someone else is going through something just as bad, if not worse, than what I'm going through. But hey, it's relatability is often uh, is often welcome. So here you go, guys. Here is get out of my head.
<laughs> yep, everybody catch those calls with lyrics. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate that I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've all had uh, we've all been there. I assume we all have been there. I can't imagine uh a lot of people being in relation or not having been in relationships at this point. Right. I know a few. I know a few who have people who haven't even so much as uh, gone out with a lady and they're in their thirties. I'm like, you've got bodies hidden somewhere. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get out and socialize uh, a bit, man. <laughs> and, uh, get off of the computer. Stop listening to two losers talking about bands that you don't know about. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which Dustin, uh, what, <laughs> what do you have next? <laughs> Uh, I've got a band that I came across uh, a while ago, played an older release of the band uh, back in Punkanoi Worldwide a while ago, because it's been a while since I did bands from England, but we're going to bounce to the UK for a band uh, out of Manchester. Uh, the band is Pressure 28. They did put out something newer, and so I wanted to play something newer from them than what I played on Punkanoi Worldwide. Their newest release is currently from April 14th of 2022, so coming up on two years ago. But the band uh, formed back in like 92, existed 92 to 95. Uh, they put out two releases in 92 and 93. Then the band reformed in 2009, and they put out several other releases from that 2009 up till 2022. Uh, it's cool stuff. We're going to play something off of that 2022 release, which is called Stand Your Ground. If you like it, it's a full length. If you like it and hadn't heard this band previous, guess what? There's a lot to go discover of this band. So we're going to play a track from Pressure 28 off of Stand Your Ground. It is Last of the Working Class. Fight, still got 
Damn near uh, 15 years off the wagon, and uh, sounds like uh, it. And it sounds like it came from uh, their heyday in the 90s. Right, great stuff. Kept their sound. Uh, they put out so many other releases too. They, like I said, they got back in 2009, and this release even was 13 years after they put out a bunch of stuff in between. So if you ever see Pressure 22 listed somewhere over there in the UK or anywhere for that matter. Go check them out. Go check out all the releases. If you dig that, there is a lot. Love it when you uh, get to go discover a band and you're like, hey, that band's really cool. And then come to find out they've got a shit ton of music. It's like discovering a whole bunch of bands almost. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Especially when you discover a band that had multiple lineup changes. Yeah, at this point, they practically are a different band. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Well, check out Pressure 28 from Manchester. That was off of Stand Your Ground. Uh, We're at that point in the show where Eric's going to tell us about a show that he did this past weekend because we got some albums. But uh, before we do, what do you got? Mm -hmm. Yeah, before we do. Well, yeah, there was one show that I not only played, but (laughs) fucking put together, man. Yep. If you have uh, been paying attention to our program the last uh, week, you'll know that my band Apathetics was tasked with putting together a birthday show for our very dear friend, Shawnee Clark. And it wasn't just any birthday. It was her 30th birthday. That's a bit of a milestone for uh, some people. My milestone's going to be coming up this August. So, and we already have something uh pretty much planned for what we're going to be doing, but I won't get into that now. It's not about me now. It's about, uh, well, well, my show. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah. So the show, we had a, our birthday show at aces. Like I said, my band apathetics played, but we also had goat sifter built floors and don't trust anybody. I've played with goat sifter before I played with don't trust anybody before, but I had never played with Filth Lords, and I was so fucking excited to be on the bill with those guys. They had a, they had a great show, played a great set. I had them uh, go on first, and yeah, they did a significant job at opening, uh, open up the show, and just getting everybody uh, moving. They have a strong enough sound. I mean, you heard them. We played them. They're like that really artsy style street punk, which I enjoy. And yeah, they did a good they did a good job uh, getting everything started. DTA, don't trust anybody. They did a fucking fabulous job of keeping the momentum going because they don't have a damn slow song at all in their discography. 
and they played my favorite song, the one that I plugged on this show for the uh, for the interview uh, on the interview episode, rather. And that's United Blood, awesome. or not United Blood. That's a that's <laughs> goddamn my bad. That is the Agnostic Front EP. <laughs> I mean, we want blood. <laughs> So it was great. And they also did the song You Fucked Up just because, you know, they love to poke fun at Austin Bowcut, their bassist. <laughs> oh, God. So that was pretty. Yeah. So it was a pretty fun show. But one thing they did, they sent out these little glow sticks. They were just these little uh, light fixtures that were inside these styrofoam tubes. And everybody was just uh, waving them around. And we actually got a uh, styrofoam laser pit started. Like we just all stood in a circle and just started bashing all the sticks together in a in a <laughs> circle. It was it was actually pretty funny. That's awesome. And there were still some sticks laying around, so that when apathetics got shut up, sorry, text messages from a uh, uh, on my computer. I don't know how to turn the sound off, but. <laughs> So yeah, some glow sticks were still laying about uh, right before Apathetics were about to take uh, take the stage. So I just decided that during the set at one point, I'm going to stick one of those in my mouth and just headbang with it. So it's like flopping up and down my face. <laughs> and I did exactly that at one point. I don't know when. By that point, I was maybe six or seven beers deep. <laughs> so memories are uh, kind of cloudy, but I remember that we put on a hell of a set. It was a great time. I was uh, getting a little too rambunctious on stage. I actually fell back into Ben's drum set. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but even with the... Even though I was pretty uh, damn hammered, I still had the wherewithal to put the stand for his ride symbol back up. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, or maybe it was his crash. I, I can't remember which one's which. Yeah. One of those symbols, I was able to put it back up. And it was in the middle of a song, no less. <laughs> and, and then halfway through the set, my bass started cutting out. And sound man, Scotty, he comes up and is, uh, you know taking all testing the amp testing the bass and it wasn't any of those it was the fucking cable just the stupid cable so yeah but he was on it and uh within a few minutes he had a new one plugged in and i was ready to go i didn't skip a damn beat even though people couldn't hear me i was still doing all the bass parts nice yeah so that was just a one hang up and Let's get to the moment everyone was waiting for. What Against Me song did we actually play? Well, we narrowed it down to two, or rather, Shawnee narrowed it down. She's like, it's either going to be Thrash Unreal or it's going to be Baby, I'm an Anarchist. And it was Baby, I'm an Anarchist because <laughs> uh, we simply did not have the time to learn Thrash Unreal. Like, if you, if you really lay that song out, there are a lot of little technical uh congruencies that are just really that seem really easy to master on paper but no doing it with a full band you really got to you really gotta hone your craft and guys we're in the middle of writing new music we don't have time to learn a complex cover like that seriously fucking baby i'm an anarchist it's just four chords a song that everybody can sing it's not even that long we could do it. And we did. And God damn, it was fucking awesome. 
people really people were really responsive to it people were coming up and singing and i could just see a big toothy grin on shawnee's face she's singing along with it i'm like good glad we could impress <laughs> glad we could deliver it was a it was a fun set oh and i gotta point out there before we did our set we did our little uh give it up for shawnee it's her 30th birthday and Kenzie, her friend Kenzie was nice enough to provide a cake. And this cake was just matte black icing with a fluffy, like, obsidian filling. Okay. <laughs> That's And on top of that, it was in the shape of a coffin, and it had little decorative bats alongside the frame. <laughs> yeah, the only thing missing was a little happy birthday shoddy and icing in the middle. That's the only problem that we had with it. But... Damn, did it taste good. That's awesome. Tasted, it tasted so good that at one point during the set, my best friend, Landon, who was in attendance, uh, actually held a cake up to me on my right in front of my mouth. And I was like in the middle of the song. Okay, so I leaned over while playing the bass, and he just shoves it right in my mouth. So here I am <laughs> playing with cake on my face. Nice. Uh, oh, and on top of that, um, as we were – as we were announcing the Against Me cover, I was like, uh, and it's not going to be this one. I put it to my friend Destiny. Destiny, you remember the song Cavalier Eternal? And I could see her roll her eyes. It's like, oh, my God, you're not going to. Yes, we are. And then Landon came up on stage, and we started singing our cover of the song Cavalier Eternal. But we basically made it about us breaking up with a girl because she was too overweight and ate all of our food. <laughs> Yeah, I wish someone got that on film, but I think it's actually recorded somewhere in our band camp. We had a band camp called the Saltbacks, which was basically just a hub for all of our stupid folk music endeavors of different names. But, so, yeah, you may be able to find it on there. Uh, but I was so stoked that I was able to squeeze that one in and that Landon was in attendance to come up and sing that with me for destiny not because it's any gripe on her you know the it, none of the lyrics pertain to her at all it's just that every time she listens to cavalier eternal she can't unhear our version of it so <laughs> so we just love poking fun at that nice yeah yeah don't worry i didn't break up with uh destiny because of her weight and she didn't eat all my food <laughs> 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 that's <laughs> was not the case at all but so yeah just want to set that clear okay so that was the apathetic set on top of that goat sifter finished out the night saved the heaviest band for last and yeah it was a it was great a lot of people still stuck around after after our set we had a, like a huge response and a lot more people showed up than i thought and i was like okay and some people i hadn't seen since fucking high school that's awesome. Like this, yeah. This was this was crazy. One such individual I hadn't seen since we actually. I don't think I've seen her since middle school. It's been that long. Uh, but yeah, I guess uh, her and Shoddy maintained uh, contact, and she just invited her out to the show and didn't think she was going to show up. But motherfucker, she shows up. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But Goat Sifter, they fucking killed it. And I remember uh, uh, people coming up to me saying like. The, have you seen their bassist? They're of course talking about Mike T bass. And I was like, oh yeah, trust me, I know that guy is a masterclass. I don't know, 
anyone else who in the scene who could play bass like him. That's awesome. Yeah, he is. His fingers just dancing up and down the fretboard. It's like he's just playing that thing like butter. I know that's a weird analogy, but it's like he's just going through all the notes like it. Hot knife through butter. Just <laughs> I don't have a good uh I don't really have a good idiom for that. But <laughs> point is Goat Scepter fucking played a six set. They fucking killed it. Uh but yeah, people were uh yeah, people were really uh uh responsive to the whole show. It was a great time, everyone was having fun. There were no uh uh there were no undesirables <laughs> at the show. That's good news. Yeah. Except for the doorman. Doorman, I have a history with him. Or rather, my friends have a history with him. Close friends of mine. And need not go into it here. But, you know, he's just there doing the job. He wasn't there interacting with anybody. Fair enough. Except for me, because it seemed like every five minutes I had to be like, (laughs) it was like, hey, can you put him on the list? Can you put this guy on the list? I'm like, God damn it. Okay. (laughs) So like five separate times I had to go back to the doorman and tell him, this guy's got to get on the list. <laughs> so yeah, that was a uh, yeah one hell of a night. Spent the whole next day uh, pretty much recovering, and I'm pretty sure that whatever sickness I have, I caught at that show. So I'm still technically recovering. <laughs> yeah, kind of a pain in the ass. Anyway, that's uh, those were all the shows. It was just one, but it was enough that I attended last week. Yeah, indeed. Anyway, as for shows coming up, probably the biggest one that's going to be happening is coming up February 25th, but I don't want to plug that one now because it's going to be in my album of the week. Okay. So let's uh, move uh, a little bit forward. Let's talk about the 28th. Military Gun, Pool Kids, Spiritual Cramp, and Roman Candle be playing at Kilby Court. It's $32 to get in. And it starts at 6 p.m. On March 2nd, Beartooth, The Plot in You, Invent Animate, Sleep Theory. We'll be playing at the Complex. That's going to be $46. That's all in. And it's going to be starting at 4.30, at, not 4.30, 5.30 p.m. That's doors. Then on the 3rd, I'll definitely be going to this one. The Mighty Ghoul is going to be coming to Salt Lake for the first time in I don't know how many years. It's been a it's been a long time. It'll be my first time seeing them. And it'll be my first time seeing the co-headliners, Necrot. Nice. Necrot played, they played at Aces last year. It was apparently a really good show. I was not in attendance because I had to be 40 miles up north watching DRI. <laughs> I just had to. But I was bringing two friends of mine who had not seen them yet. And so, and they had a great time. It was a great set. DRI kicks ass, but Necrot, I'm so happy that they're coming back with Ghoul of all fucking bands. I'll be there, and and also opening up for them is Sacrilegion. Cool, because of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be uh, like I said, Aces High. Gonna start at 8 p.m. It's 25 dollars advance, 30 dollars day of, and. Uh, Oh, they're not playing anymore. I guess that's all the shows that I got on my list. But you know me, sometimes I forget to uh, uh, plug certain bands or certain shows because I have the flyers, but not necessarily. the. <laughs> they're not necessarily on my list with all the uh, details. So I'm going to pull those up while uh, Dustin 
plugs the shows he needs to. Excellent. Got just a handful today. Not too many, but first uh, over in California, this one is in, uh, looks like Bakersfield. Uh, the band we played, I believe it was last week, we played Rally Cry, and they are going to be playing with Hereditary coming up from San Diego, along with Bare Minimum and Abstain. That will be on February 23rd at 415 Bakersfield, so go check them out there. Oh, it's not. that's not the address. I think that's the place. You have to ask for the address, so go over to Rally Cry Oi if you're in the area and ask for that address. Uh, it's $10 with membership, $2 additional, and just so you know, no drugs, no alcohol, no fights if you're going to go to that show. So go check that out. That'll be uh, February 23rd. That is this weekend. Then our pals in the Usurpers are heading down to Las Vegas. They will be at, I think they're at the Dive Bar, right? Yep, at the Dive Bar on Saturday the 24th, 10 p.m., 8 bucks. They'll be playing with those poor bastards, Society's Infection, and more bands to be announced. So at the.usurpers on Instagram if you want to get any other updated details. But go check out our <coughs> pals heading down to uh, Vegas for that show if you're in that area. And then... Uh, the different Shawnee's Angels than we have discussed, but the one that we did play a couple weeks back. <laughs> uh, the Shawnee we know is a devil. Yes, there you go. <laughs> the, the, the opposite side here is uh, Shawnee's Angels are playing Dicey's Saturdays. It's free entry, 9 p.m. till late. This is going to be in Australia. Is there an Australian band? Uh, I didn't see the location other than it's at, or sorry, with Avalanche. And Creeping Jenny, Dicey's is the name of the place. It's on the 24th. You can head over to Shawnee's Angels uh, and check them out. So if you're familiar with that band and you want to go check out a show on the 24th, do so. They have House Tap Happy Hour from 8 to 9, so you can go check that out and get that before the show gets going. Those are all the shows. I'm just going to quickly mention uh, the end of Hans Gruber and the Die Hards wrapping up their tour tonight. They're in Oakland, the 22nd in San Diego, Long Beach on the 23rd, Riverside on the 24th, L.A. on the 25th, and they had a couple uh, to-be-determined shows probably working their way back to Texas from L.A. on the 26th and 27th. You can head over to Hans Gruber and the Die Hards to get some updated details on all those shows, but the last two, you can go still go check them out with Coffin Cats. Still bummed out that I missed the band, but unfortunately had a wrestling coaching obligation that night still. And then Penny, uh, Pennywise, yes, Pennywise is playing with Dropkick yeah. Murphys on their St. Paddy's Day tour. Uh, they are tonight in Idaho Falls and then moving to Minnesota on the 24th, East Moline, Illinois on the 25th, Missouri on the 26th, then Looks like Indiana, Tennessee, South Carolina, West Virginia, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Virginia, Pennsylvania again. couple shows in New York, Maine, and then obviously the 12th through 17th in Boston. Uh, so go check them out. Plus, Scratch, The Scratch from Dublin are playing with them. So that's all I've got. Eric, you have any to add? And if you don't, then I guess we're on to your album. Well, I've got a couple more to add, actually, on, okay. the, uh, <laughs> on the 29th is going to be Physique, who are from Washington. Okay. And they're going to be coming through. 
on uh oh god where are they where the fuck are they playing <laughs> somewhere Jesus here Christ, did they put they put everything on this uh flyer except for the venue oh they haven't found a venue yet there okay. i see it's in the tiniest little text all right anyway they'll be playing with uh all systems fail uh felix felix it's f-u-i-e-x i don't know how to pronounce that shit and then Griebler. Okay. And, oh, there's the, okay, there it is. The Hemorrhoid House. It's going to be at the Hemorrhoid House. Nice to know they're still doing shit. Oh, good. Yeah, haven't seen them on a flyer in a, in a long time. Okay, that was a little messy announcement, but <laughs> those are the bands that will be playing. That's where they'll play, and it'll be 5 to $10, you know, anything in between there. be awesome, and it starts at 6 p.m. Cool. Anyway, there's going to be a supply drive on the front lines. That's what it's called. It's going to be uh, uh, going to be a benefit show to. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Basically, what people are asking for is that if you bring uh, uh, tarps, tents, gloves, socks, lighters, matches, menstrual products, pet food, shoes, clothes, backpacks, and blankets. These are all going to be uh, uh, these are all going to be donated to. I think it's going to be the uh, uh, the people of Palestine. Okay, it's not it's not supremely clear as to what is uh, what is going on, but it is a benefit show for you know, and they're donating you know, donating materials to the less fortunate. We'll say we'll say cool. that. Uh, more info on that in a in a minute. I'm going to check that out later. I'll, pro- I'll probably plug it at the end of the show, but. All Systems Fail will be playing that as well with Ulteriors and, yeah, what is that? SARS? Scars? <laughs> fuck, fuck your logo, man. Uh, Molotovin and Makosos. That's nice. going to be at Loathing Clothing, which if you don't remember where it is, is at 4195 South, 500 West, Suite 53. Doors are going to be at 5, and the music's going to be at 6. Cool. And... And yeah, I've got one more show to plug, and that's the one that I was saving specifically for the album that I'm going to be talking about. Which is right now. This is, Yeah, which is right now. The show is going to see the return of Death Before Dishonor. Pure fucking Boston hardcore. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Death Before Dishonor, they haven't been here in about 10 years. Last show they played was when Shred Shed was still up and running. And they played with Ringworm. God damn, I wish I was at that show. Would have been awesome, but eh, spilt milk. I'll be able to see Death Before Dishonor at least. I still want to see Ringworm. I saw them once, opening up for uh, Guar and Hatebreed in 2018. That was a fun show, but, you know, want to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, so yeah, Death Before Dishonor. They're going to be playing with Hold My Own, Out of Pocket, Twist of Cane and Mask. So this is a pretty stacked lineup. It's going to get people moving. Uh, that's going to be this Sunday, February 25th. And it's going to be at the Fellowship Sober Hall. So X up your fists and raise them up in the sky. <laughs> Slap them in the face of anyone who's not drug free till they die. <laughs> anyway, $25 starts at, uh, I want to say 6 p.m. They don't have a time on this flyer. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that's when... I'm pretty sure that's to be expected. 6 p.m. Anyway, 
Now on to my album, Death Before Dishonor. I talked about them twice on this show. Once on the second episode I was on, episode 108. I was talking about the, uh, God, what was it, the Unfinished Business single? I think that's what it was. And then I talked about them most recently on episode 228, talking about their last EP. And like I said then, they're Boston They're from Boston, established 2001, one of the token bands leading the change of hardcore from the 90s into the new millennium, alongside bands like Terror, Hatebreed, and Throwdown. Had their wartime demo come out in 2001. They released uh, True Till Death in 2002 under Spook City Records. Then they signed to Bridge Nine in 2005 and never looked back. They're still signed to them now. They released their biggest albums, Count Me In and Better Ways to Die. And those are like the two biggest albums of their three. Now, they have that Boston sound that's synonymous with the likes of Blood for Blood and Slapshot, hardcore punk with a bit of a skinhead edge, only in drop tuning with more breakdowns. And you get that in spades in all of their albums, but we're going to focus on better ways to die today. Why? I don't know. Just (laughs) felt it a bit more this week. (laughs) So yeah, Better Ways to Die, released January 1st in uh, 2007, and this album is chock full of hatred toward pretty much everything. Brian Harris, their singer, is going on about how much he hates people, how much he hates society, the world, his life, his past, and himself. (laughs) He leaves nothing unscathed. Uh, Songs like Curl Up and Die, Nowhere to Turn, and Nothing But Agony are basically about giving up. And behind your eyes and infected, just give the middle finger to society. But amidst the songs of fuck the world, fuck me, and fuck you too, there are at least a couple that offer up a plea for hope. One of which is breakthrough it all. And not only are the riffs thick as a brick on this song and the rhythms know when to slow down and speed up when necessary, but the message of the song is rather positive given the circumstances of their uh, surrounding counterparts <laughs> accepting past defeats but not allowing them to define you at least the present you and that even though you can't see it you know that there is refuge that doesn't come in the form of death so it's nice to know that there is still some positive energy coming out of this uh, oh so depressing album but <laughs> <laughs> still heavy as fuck so, so yeah here we go the fucking uh, there is hope breakthrough it all from death before dishonor
like even though i can't see i'd rather uh, oh god what is it i'd rather die than not knowing what could have been right yeah oh even though i can't see it i can almost hear it and yeah i'd rather be dead than not knowing what could have been okay <laughs> so so yeah it's sort of like uh yeah if if i lose at least i tried <laughs> that's that's the thing and now for something totally opposite, <laughs> which, like I said, the, uh, like I said, that's kind of the overall standpoint on this record. And, and yeah, there's not a, a, there's not a shortage of songs where it's all about uh, being defeated. So which one did I choose? I chose the song, Take Me Away. And no, it's not a reference to the song by Judge. Take Me Away is one of those songs where Brian is just withering in defeat and begging for something to end it all, even if it means death. Oh, death bringeth thy sweet release, says it is. <laughs> yeah, totally reverting from the message of the last song. So while the lyrics are depressing, it's because of the music that I chose this song. The bass line is so thick, the chants are catchy, and the guitar leads are most welcomed. And there is a couplet... Uh, that closes the song that kind of turns the whole thing on its ear. Always said, I wanted something more. I guess you get what you ask for. Get it. <laughs> uh, almost like you, uh, almost like you have to be specific in what it is you're asking for more of. Right. It's like, yes, yeah, so it's a nice little bit of tongue in cheek humor there to kind of offset the song's depressing nature. <laughs> Uh, so I, I guess there's that to hold on to, but, but yeah, here's just a, uh, here is the song. Take me away. One of uh, death before dishonors, most depressing songs. And it's also it's coolest one.
Yeah, it's so angry in its music that you almost forget it's a song about wishing you were dead. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, but then again, the album is called Better Ways to Die, so I guess it's exploring the options. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what it's doing. (laughs) Maybe. Or just sort of like, come on, I've been suffering long enough, just fucking get it over with. (laughs) Yeah, rip the band-aid off or just pull the trigger. So whatever. You if you want more uh if you want more options, then go read the lyrics to the rest of this album. So uh so yeah, Death Before Dishonor, fucking pure Boston hardcore. I am excited to see them, but this will be my first time seeing them. And goddamn, I hope that I hope that I can still have a good time and not have to worry about getting my fucking cranium knocked in (laughs) side stage, stand side stage, bud. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Death before dishonor. Happy to play them on the show. Probably have to play them again. Talking about their, uh, uh, their fucking other album. Count me in. Maybe that's a, I think that one will probably boat over, uh, better. I think it's a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say positive, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not as depressing, I should say. Nice. It's angrier. It's angrier. All right. So, yeah, there's uh, Death Before Dishonor, Better Ways to Die. And, yeah, Dustin, why don't you uh, perk us up a little bit? Right. I'm perk us up with something from Dresden. We're going to bounce from Boston to Dresden in Germany for the band Sewerheads, another band that I was considering for you know best albums. They were on my list. I discussed them. Uh, I played them over on Punkanoi Worldwide and yet hadn't played them here. And it's a great album, so give a little more recognition. I suggest people go check it out. I like the album a lot. It's self-titled Sewerheads that came out April 21st of 2023. Uh, they got a great sound. I dig it. I think I only played one track from it probably around when that came out. So it's been a while since I played something. And as I said, I really enjoy it. So it's due again. Don't want to forget stuff. I hate that feeling doing the podcast where you get to come across something cool, you play a track, and then it's like, all right, got to move on to the next ones, got to move on to the next ones, you know. I I like to be able Uh to go back and give appreciation to those good ones, the ones that I actually really enjoy. Not that I don't really enjoy others, but it's hard to play everything all over again. So when there's some that are like, they're worth mentioning on lists, then it's good to give back to them. So we're going to do that now. Let's get to a track from that self-titled. This one is called Protest Song.
Did you catch that? It's not a political song. It's just a protest song. Well, you know, that does uh, hold some water because <laughs> it can be protested about most anything. Sure. And it doesn't necessarily have to be political. Absolutely. Uh, good stuff. I like that band. And along those same lines brings us to their next track. It, go check it out. There's, it's a full length. There's a lot of other cool stuff there, too. But I kind of kept it in theme here. We played protest song. So now we're going to go right into the next one. It's called Still Rebels. And we need tracks like that because we still need Rebels. So here goes. sewer heads what'd you think well it's it's proof that skinheads can still sound as belligerent and raucous as they want <laughs> well that's good I never like a shortage it. i i dig it and even though i mention a shit ton of bands when i do my end of the year list uh i don't get to play all of them i only get to play a couple here and there throughout that episode that i do so uh, it's good to get to go back and, you know, 
play and talk about uh, a few of those other bands and albums that I did enjoy. So check out Sewerhead, self-titled, came out less than a year ago. Eric, I think we've reached that time of the show. Let's wrap it up. What do you got to wrap up the show with? Well, I got a song to wrap it up by a little artist known as O'Shea Jackson Sr. Though he's more commonly referred to as a stage name, Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah, Ice Cube, born June 16th, 1969 in, where else, Los Angeles. <laughs> so yeah, what what more can be said about Ice Cube? He's been writing and spitting bars since he was 15. When he was 16, he formed the group CIA with Eazy-E and Dr. Dre, which eventually evolved into NWA. And he was one of the chief songwriters on the record. And this is what ironically led him to leaving NWA as he felt their manager, Jerry Heller, was swindling him out of his earned financial compensation. He was writing a lot of bars for the other MCs on there, most most notably Eazy-E. Anyway, after his departure, he led a rather successful solo career. He linked up with Bomb Squad over in New York, who produced, they produced Public Enemies records, and they were, he recorded and released his solo debut in 1990, America's Most Wanted. Meanwhile, NWA threw some shade his way in their following EP and their second LP, calling him a traitor and whatnot. Then Cube fired back on his second album, Death Certificate, with the closing diss track, No Vaseline. Everybody uh, who is worth their salt and knows their hip-hop history knows that little tidbit. But, I don't know, I feel it, I feel it bears repeating because I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Throughout the years, he's maintained relevancy as gangster rap and has 10 albums under his belt, dispensing scores of West Side anthems, uh, including but not limited to Check Yourself, Go to Church, why We Thugs, Gangster Rap Made Me Do It, You Can Do It, and say it with me, I had to say, today was a good day. <laughs> he has even had an extensive film career, his most notable being uh, playing a role in Boys in the Hood, while also veering into family comedies at the turn of the century, like the Long Shots and the Are We There Yet movies, and his roles in comedic flicks like Friday, its sequel Next Friday, and the 21 Jump Street movies. He even served as a producer for the Straight Outta Compton biopic. Nice. So yeah, the man has kept pretty damn busy. And that brings us to his latest album, Everything's Corrupt. This album is dripping with sociopolitical commentary as it was released in 2018 during the height of Donald Trump's presidency, whose ever-towering accusations for fraud amongst many other claims and overall truancy toward his job fueled Cube in writing the single, Arrest the President. Throughout this album, he slams on racism with uh, Chase Down the Bully. That was a response to the Tiki Torch protests in, uh, uh, what was it, North Carolina? Or maybe it was Virginia. I, I can't remember which state it was. It was South Carolina. Anyway, it was uh, we all know the Tiki Torch Bears. Those, he, he also uh, props himself up with a feature from Too Short and Ain't Got No Haters. Surprisingly, he takes a turn against drug dependency, warding users of its negative effects in On Them Pills. Of course, he has his anti-cop anthem with Good Cop, Bad Cop, uh, but the song that sticks out to me is Can You Dig It? And it is loaded with plenty of pop culture references. 
Here, Cube is basically recounting his life and how the styles and surroundings that shaped his personality and his overall overall outlook on life. Each verse, he spits bars in a different decade, or on a different decade, rather. And it is braggadocious disposition. He emphasizes that he's been... He's been there as a witness or as a participant and that he has surpassed all of the trends by keeping it real. Or as he says towards the end of this end of the song, fresh for 2018. So I gone on about Ice Cube long enough. I think he's starting to melt. Let's fucking. Yeah, he's always been melting because he's been spitting fire, motherfucker. <laughs> so, so, yeah, here is Can You Dig It? I hope you can catch the references, even right down to the intro and outro. They're sound clips from uh, very well-known movies. I'm sure you know at least one of them. Can I get you something? Chimofo, butter lamb into the bone. Jack me up. Tight me. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, Stewardess, I speak jive. Oh. Just hang loose blood. She's gonna catch up on the rebound on the med side. I got my bell bottoms on with my cherry in scent. My tailor made slacks with the dick print. My afro picked with the black fist. I'm Jim Brown, bitch. Kung Fu kick. Platform shoes out the mother ship. Talk shit, swallow, spit. I'm a pimp. White walls and a black leather coat. Where's my bread? Suck up your bottom throat. Calling all cars. One Adam, twelve. Pretty ass nigga, you better stick yourself. Militant. Don't call me Cassius. Die shiki. I got to be the blackest. I'm Isaac Hayes with a switchblade. I'm Rodney Allen Rippy. Come fuck with me. I'm just trying to tell ya, young blood. Best respect your elders. Right on. I'm coming straight from the seventies. Super fly in my perm and my leather piece. I'm coming straight from the 70s. Super fly in my perm and my leather shoes. I'm coming straight from the 70s. Old school player. Fuck what they telling me. I'm coming straight from the 70s. Old school player. Fuck what they telling me. House parties. Pop locking in. Picking starter jackets. Got my Jerry Curl dripping. Gang banging. Yeah, blood and cripping. 40 ounce sipping. Six foot dipping. No shoe strings. Nigga, say word. I'm Magic Johnson. You, Larry Bird Damn. The day they blew up a rocket I was looking at my beeper with a rock in my pocket Slang Michael Jackson vs. Prince Atari 2600 I done done it See that fat gold chain? Nigga, run it I got my Jimmy hat on Cause I don't want it Mike Tyson Who's my opponent? Quick as Carl Lewis Be back in a moment I won't shoot you, nigga I might nuke you, nigga And my DeLorean Back to the future, nigga I'm coming straight from the 80s With my Jerry Curl And my Mercedes I'm coming straight from the 80s With my Jerry Curl And my Mercedes I'm coming straight from the 80s With my fat gold chain For the ladies I'm coming straight from the 80s With my fat gold chain you know what I'm sporting, a short haircut, everything Jordan. That's right, a nigga played on the dream team. I had to let him know that it's a G thing, it's a black thing. You wouldn't understand. Shaquille O'Neal, the real Superman. 
I hit like Roy Versace, Versace to all the real deep boys In the crack spot with a laptop Bumping that Biggie, Smalls and Tupac French braid and weed heads Where all these niggas come from with these dreads And during Y2K, I had a bootleg DVD watching Friday Yeah, yeah So what I'm trying to tell ya Pump your brakes, respect your elders baby, baby. I'm coming straight from the 90s I keep it gangster, gutter and crimey I'm coming straight from the 90s I keep it gangster, gutter and crimey I'm coming straight from the 90s Triple OG, you know where to find me I'm coming straight from the 90s Triple OG, you know where to find me Fresh The track title like that, they had to use that from the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I thought that was going to be the introduction, but I guess it's more fitting as the uh, as the outro. So I think the I think the intro from Airplane was <laughs> that was a uh, pretty uh, out there. I did not expect that. Yeah, got <laughs> me some slack, Jack. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, don't know what the point is, but yeah. Who cares? It's funny. That's a damn good song. Ice Cube is out there still repping. Don't know what he's uh, uh, doing in the studio. Hasn't really announced any uh, plans for new music, but he is touring. Uh, he was just here last year with uh, Sugar Hill Gang and Bone Thugs and Harmony. I, damn, I wish I could have been at that show. But I didn't have the, I didn't have the cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have uh, I didn't have enough money to make that happen. I would have loved to have seen Ice Cube again. I've seen him uh, twice. Ironically, both times I have seen him was free. They oh, were nice. free because uh, the first time he was a musical act for the uh, Winter Dude Tour in 2011. He played in the middle of Washington Boulevard in Ogden for free. That was an intense show. That's cool. <laughs> you're playing in you're playing in Ogden, one very dangerous city in Utah. Uh, you're playing a free show in the middle of the city. In the middle of the city, yeah, there were pipes being passed around, pipes being lit up. I'm, I ain't talking about weed pipes neither. <laughs> there were snipers up on the roofs. And one guy got in a fucking fight with a cop before the show. Wow. And, uh, and apparently, I can't say for certain, some guy got shot in one of the adjacent alleyways. Don't know if he is alive or dead, but... So like that was crazy. Second time I saw him was at a uh, uh, back when it was called Vivant, the Vivant Arena, and I went there because uh, Parker McIntyre actually had a plus one, like he had a ticket pretty much uh, for me. Uh, well, for somebody else, but he was like, uh, "They can't make it. Anybody else want to come see Ice Cube with me?" I'm like, "Fuck it, I'll do it. All right, I'll leave your name at the at the door." So I go to the ticket counter, say Parker McIntyre left a ticket for me, but they couldn't find it. They couldn't find his damn name. I was like, well, what the fuck? So I tried calling him, but show was going on. He couldn't answer. didn't hear his phone. So that sucked. But thankfully, there was a plus one from someone who was uh, covering the show, a journalist. 
and they didn't have anyone taking the plus one. It's like, it's yours if you want it. I'll take it. Fucking give it to me. Nice. So, so yeah, seeing Ice Cube twice, both times for free. I'm not about to start paying for it now. (laughs) (laughs) One day I'll I'll see him again. Uh, Not that I need to. I just really love to. Yeah, so... Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of gangster rap the past uh, week, so I felt like this was kind of fitting. Yeah, Do I go classic Ice Cube or do I go contemporary Ice Cube? Well, I'll probably uh, touch back in on Ice Cube with that uh, Arrest the President song because, hey, it's election year. (laughs) I'll wait till we get into the thick of it, maybe around around November, you know, when the decision's going to be made for who's going to uh, run this country further into the ground. But... (laughs) But let's not get too ahead of ourselves, folks. We got one more song to play. We do. The band is on Demon's Punk Records, so shout out to them. Uh, They do punk music, but they also do music that isn't punk, kind of resembles like glam rock, hair metal, whatever you want to call it. And I think that's what this band is. Uh, The band is Cherokee. Couldn't find a lot of information specifically about the band, unfortunately. Uh, Kind of a more... I want to say generic term, but when you use that, just the term Cherokee, I came up with a lot of things that I don't think were the band. So what I do know is the band Cherokee released their third album in October, and it's called Three. They had a song called Diyame, I believe is how it's pronounced, and it, I guess it translates into English as Leave Me, as it sounds like they predominantly done songs, I think that's Spanish. I assume Demon's Punk Records is also a Spanish label from Spain. And uh, this band, Cherokee, is looking to show its full potential internationally. So they have taken that track from that new album, and they've done an English version of it. And Demon's Punk Records sent that on over, checked it out. So we are going to check it out together. We'll see what you think. If you're in the mood for some hair metal, you might dig it. Uh, let's do it. Here is Leave Me. And again, the band is called Cherokee.
<laughs> that track is Leave Me. That was Cherokee. They're on Demons Punk Records. Check them out there. That was the English version. But if you dig it and you like their sound, you may want to go check out Three and everything else they've put out prior to Three. All right. All right. Like yeah, I said, you know, like a sounds, glam rock, it, hair metal, it sounds whatever. 80s. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good stuff, though. Uh, I, I've noticed a, a bit of a trend last a few years, especially more recently. A lot of newer bands, I think, so in, at least newer to me. Maybe it's just a, a resurrection of some of those glam rock bands. Old Punk Chris, while we were talking, sent me a Record Store Day uh, promo this year, and it's a Dio record. And man, you should anybody that is into vinyl, even if you're not into Dio, you should look up that limited edition. Uh, Dio record that will be coming out because that is I, I definitely going to look up more myself than just the video Chris sent because that is a cool looking like motion in the vinyl. I don't even know how the fuck that that was working, but it looked cool as shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> but again, you know, going back to that hair metal uh, stuff, kind of making a resurgence. You know, people still into it. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh... It may be about due for a yeah, for a sort of a resurrection because uh, you know I'm starting to notice uh, uh, trends coming back on a sort of a, a sort of revival. Like we just got a a new wave of new metal that's been coming around, right? Like all the all the sudden bands like a uh, uh, Mudvayne and Helmet are popular again, <laughs> and <laughs> then. Static X, yeah, and yeah, and Static X. These bands who sort of went away for a while, whether they broke up or not, they just fell out of the public eye, and now they're coming back, right? You know, it's uh, yeah. But then you also have bands that uh, you know, like Motley Crue, who are still kicking around and are still like the representatives of that '80s Sunset Strip metal. And we know how well things have been going for crew, whether you're a fan of them or not. Yeah. Yeah. They've been, uh, yeah. So maybe uh, hair metal is uh, due for a resurrection, but people are afraid to bring it back just because of how it's being represented now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know that we can use some fresh blood, but did we really need it to come back? Remember how fucking cheesy it was? But maybe that's uh, sort of the thing we need. We just need uh, people to uh, let loose and party it up again. Not have to worry about. Not have to worry about tomorrow. Right, and that could be. That seems to be a thing. So uh, I guess we'll see if that comes back. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We will see. Well, we're here to wrap the show up. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening all the way up to this point. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music Player, FM, Podvine, Podchaser, Verbal, and SLC Punkcast. You obviously found us somewhere, but you can also listen to us on any of those at your convenience. The bands are found on Instagram at SlugClevo. That's S-L-U-G-C-L-E-V-O. At Negligence206. At Lost Legion Chicago. At Pressure.28. At Death Before Dishonor BHC. At Sewerheads, the shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, 
where are you found? You can find me on Instagram at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. You can find my bands anonymous and apathetics on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official and at the apathetics dot SLC. And you can find us on Facebook at anonymous SLC and at the apathetics. And you can find us on Bandcamp at anonymous SLC and the apathetics dot My podcast led melodies be on Instagram at led melodies underscore podcast. And on Facebook at led dot melodies dot podcast dot SLC can stream the episodes on anchor dot FM and Check out the SLC Hardcore page on Facebook at SLC Hardcore for show updates and band updates and whatnot. Awesome. Bands found on Facebook at Negligence Hardcore Punks, at Death Before Dishonor HC, at Sewerheads. The show's at SLC Punkcast. Yeah, most bands didn't have a, uh, a Facebook this time, and I couldn't find any of the things for Cherokee, like I said. So a little brief there. So uh, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap the show? Oh boy, guys, if you're uh, feeling sick, it's not shameful to stay in your damn house. (laughs) I wish I was out there uh, making money. Unfortunately, I got to do that, but at least it's given me some time to myself because sometimes just uh, added stress is just going to uh, uh, delay getting better. Right. (laughs) So yeah, just, uh, just make sure you're taking care of yourself out there. And yeah, I still haven't found information about that benefit show I mentioned earlier, but if you want to, uh, yeah, if you want to know more about that again, SLC hardcore, I will plug that show on the Facebook with, uh, all necessary info as to where those, uh, as to where those donations will be going to and what the cause is exactly for it should be in plain text on the fucking flyer, I think, but Uh, Sometimes I got to do extra legwork, but that's what we do sometimes. Play the fucking outro.